zip bop, zippity bop, but it was zip top top, so zippity bop. Ooh bop bop, boom zippity dop, but it was bop bop, boom zippity zop. Let's make this thing move. Zip zap, zippity dop. Yeah, I was just listening to that. You'll probably hear it like bleed from my headphones in the. Before it was coming. I mean, I don't really get that tweet. I don't know if we even want to wade into this. <laughs> no, muck, but. I, I don't. I don't know where the canceling element of it comes from. So I think I'm at like 60, 60 to seventy percent. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm not sure. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't get it. Well, are, are they saying what one? There's a lot in that I don't get. Well, what? Like, he's making fun of how Eminem raps. I mean, is that what he's doing? Well, in the context of this tweet, he is. Okay, so the person that tweeted this, at IslamphobiaCow. I mean, already we're off to a bad start. Yeah, I know. Um, but his screen name is also in Arabic, so I feel I don't know. Yes. Yeah, that's probably I don't know what fine. it says, so I don't really know. But it says Gen Z <laughs> is trying to cancel Eminem? Question mark. Oh, honey. So I have heard a little bit about Gen quote unquote Gen Z trying to cancel Eminem. See, I which, haven't heard any of that, but it's like okay, yeah, that checks out. Like, He's, like we've been trying to cancel him for twenty something years. Yeah, I mean, I think like, I'm surprised okay. he's not canceled. I mean, I right. know, um, like <laughs> I've, so I I I'm a big fan of Nicki Minaj. Yeah, we may have discussed this on the podcast, but you probably have to go back like eight years to find this, these discussions. Possibly, I don't think it's any secret. I mean, yeah, no, it's no secret. But you know, w- one of her early tracks, Eminem is a guest star on it. Oh boy, like a guest rapper. Is this when they're talking about satellites looking like shooting stars? No, playing. Wait, no, that's not Nicki Minaj. Who's that? somebody else i'm not sure who that is and he burns the house down with her in it <laughs> yeah no that i think that sounds vaguely familiar like that might be an eminem song it's an eminem song or it's the other it's the other person's song one of yeah. them was guesting on the others right track but in this one you know i i like the song like i love the sound of the track. Oh, that was Haley Williams from Paramore. Okay. Guessed it on that. Not gotcha. <laughs> Nicki Minaj <Right>. at all. Close. <laughs> sure. Both female. But Nicki Minaj in this track, the name of which I can't even remember right now, but it's one of her personas. I swear she... No, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, the bottom line is he has some songs in there some lines in there and this song is probably from i don't know 2010 2009 i don't know earlier i i don't know anyway you know he has some lines in there that are completely unacceptable so i would like be like you know i wanna i like this track a lot but i just can't listen to it is this roman's revenge featuring Nicki minaj uh it might be it's definitely one of her roman songs or is it Majesty featuring Eminem? No, it's like, not that. Who, 
Okay, so it's probably... I mean, why are we even giving it any... (laughs) My whole point is, yes, canceling him checks out. I I guess I have canceled... I personally canceled him back then. Yeah, a long time. Like, there were lyrics earlier... I mean, um, you know, where people were canceling him, but I wasn't really into him. I didn't really. I mean, I didn't have any Eminem in me to cancel at that point. You didn't. I mean, I knew his stuff, and yeah, his like, you know, uh, you know, Shady's back or whatever. Like, it's very catchy. I liked it, but I never like was totally immersed in it. I w- I got immersed in Nicki Minaj and this song. I, I would try to listen to it, but like skip over his parts. <laughs> Now she did release another version of it with uh, Little Wayne as the guest, so they replaced him with Little Wayne. Little Wayne has equally troubling lyrics. He may, in general, in this specific song. I mean, don't quote me on this. I haven't looked at the lyrics to say yes, it's all checks out. But at least it was nothing like Eminem. Like Eminem, I was just like, I can't listen to this. I can't play this. These lyrics are too negative. They have they 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 involve one they just are about a certain level of aggression that i just can't get behind you know like that aggression is not going to stand and also within this aggression you know he's making comments disparaging gay people as well as he's talking about you know violent acts he's taking towards women and i'm just like i can't listen to this that's his whole shtick that's why he was trying to like like he should have been canceled 20 years exactly he should have been canceled so gen z trying to cancel eminem i'm not sure exactly why gen z is trying to cancel him if something happened recently or they're just retro and why what these memes are about because i saw another kind of tiktok about this topic recently but Um, hip-hop and rap in general, the entire genre is filled with a lot of misogyny, and I really softened that misogyn- mm-hmm. misogyny and aggression, I guess. Like, it, there's a lot of violence in it, but it's like, it can, that can, it can be done well, you know, if you're, I don't know, reflecting on it or something instead of glorifying it, but I don't know. I still listen to the fucking regulators mount up, man. Yeah. Because it's fucking awesome, even though they're rolling up and shooting everybody. I love it. Yeah. I mean, shooting everyone, there's a certain level, right? Like, are we going into suspension? We're getting way too deep. Well, I know. And are we, we're going into like suspension of disbelief territory again here. Yeah, I think so. Where. Fine, like, let's say, like, okay, we talked about The Godfather, right? Lots of violence in that movie. I would even yeah. go so far to say it glorifies that violence. Yes. But it's also like, well, it's a movie. Like, even Star Wars, there are lots of violence in that. Even oh, if man. it is, like, sugar-coated cartoon with like, cartoony type stuff, right? Like, Not in the original when Greedo gets his fucking ass that's shot. That's true. Greedo gets his ass shot. That's the one. That's an exception. I see why they fucked around with that. But they shouldn't. That's fully within Han's character. And I mean, I would say that's why the uh, stormtroopers are what they are, right? Like, they all wear these helmets and masks, so you can't see them. As you just blow through them with your blaster or lightsaber, (laughs) killing untold amounts. It doesn't matter. They're these faceless people in these scary costumes. It's okay. If they were just dressed like regular, like foot soldier type people with just who knows what you know like well which is how the rebellion people were dressed 
Exactly. You know, and it's like, so you had more empathy for them. Exactly. They weren't walking around with helmets 100%. Right. So that's the trick. Which is also why that first, you know, new Star Wars movie from a couple years back was so, at least to me, like emotionally powerful is because you saw inside the helmet. Right. I was like, fuck, man. That's just some dude who's trying not to die. Exactly. Exactly. But and it gets a little harder to justify mowing right. down pew, all pew, these stormtroopers. Like, what's the body count in Star Wars? And well, like, they blow up a space station the size of a moon. How many, how many fucking thousands right. of people, tens of thousands, were on that thing? At least. Like, there's probably tens of thousands. You can look this information up on Wikipedia, I'm sure. But, yeah. like, even on a regular-ass Star Destroyer. Exactly. Like, and that's not even getting be. into the Super Star Destroyer. No, no. Let alone the Super Star Destroyer when they take it out and it crashes into the new Death Star, which is way bigger than the original Death Star. It looks like a, it barely makes a little like pinprick of an explosion. Doesn't even matter, really. It's yeah. like, oh, all right, we'll have to do some repairs over there. So I would say 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. Easily on the newer bigger badder death star but we don't care about that even though that is also very glorified everybody well, cheers please clap you know, <laughs> you know i mean it's hard to, you know yeah it's the nature right i don't know wars i mean yeah i don't know it's fucked up man what killing yeah <laughs> yeah it's fucked up it's just yeah fucked killing up, is man. fucked up it's fucked up it's really fucked up <laughs> it's fucked up like on a micro level and it's fucked up on a macro level but somehow and I'm going back to Greedo versus 100,000 people on the Death Star somehow the micro level is way worse yeah well because you're close into it right in there it's visceral you gotta look at it in the eyes yeah but all this is to say I don't know the regulator song you're referring to but you know in a rap song I think it's a weird double standard when people maybe try to attack rap songs or rap for being violence, glorifying violence. It's like, well, look at like everything in culture. It does. Yeah. That's and, there's, true. and maybe it's wrong, but there's two ways it's done. Right. It can be done in a way that is just like, well, this is just some, you know, there's two factions. They're fighting. It's a drama like other one side's going to get killed. The other side's going to live. And like what happens? And it's like a perfectly acceptable form of entertainment. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't be. I'm not saying it should be, but I'm also not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just neutral on that topic for now. But <laughs> you're saying nothing. Okay, I'm saying nothing it. about that. But, you know, I do think there is something that when you get into that like surface level, right, where you try to, um, you know, like an example might be, you know, okay, so a recent controversial movie was The Joker, right? Did that glorify some type of like incel adjacent violence white male grievance violence or something i mean it was just a movie to me i could see well because i don't have i don't identify with those feelings so yes but right. to people that did it's like the greatest movie ever made they finally right. have a voice but right. i think it's also again yes there's a different what well, that's actually that's not just like a fun cartoon. It's like actually glorifying like a negative 
thing, trying to say, let's kindle that negative feeling. Like, yes, you hate people and you want to burn shit down and destroy things. And you don't care if people get killed. Yes, feed that, feed that. Like, it's an ideological thing almost. And that is a problem. You're talking about Joker specifically? I'm talking about now? Joker specifically, but I'm going to tie it and say this Eminem lyrics were like that. It's the difference. It's one thing to rap about shooting other people. It's another thing to be talking about these like negative feelings and feeding them. What about when you're talking about shooting people in your songs, but that spills over into real life and people start getting murdered because well, of, a, you know, jabs that were made in a lyric? You know, that's outside of my... I, don't, I, I can't really comment on that because I don't have enough info. I'm not qualified to make any, have any opinion on that right now. Well, neither am I. Neither am I, man. But I know. But yes, it's sure. like we there's don't. We always, don't need, there's lots. It's a very complicated case. We like don't. So need many things. It has lots of ins and outs. NWA or whoever like hauled in front of Congress for their music. It's like fuck off. Let them make yeah. their fucking music. Right. I'm with you on that. It's like okay, you want to quote-unquote cancel them well then nobody buy their shit but mm -hmm. everybody was buying it it became the most popular <laughs> musical format in history yeah so it's like okay you know <laughs> yeah i don't know canceling what does that even fucking mean it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything it's a dumb thing it's, it's dumb. a dumb thing for people to get upset about oh you're getting can canceling is bad no it's about people if you're being a fucking know. asshole then i'm not gonna support your shit <laughs> you know yeah exactly it's done then i have canceled it's that you. easy yay right it's got so, off to a weird start it's a weird start so i'll here i'm, I'm gonna change but, the mood a little bit a little but hey you're, you're gonna get a groan though yeah uh, just I think it's just like, oh, you're trying to cancel Eminem and they're using this ridiculous, like, nonsensical, quote-unquote, rap yeah. <laughs> music video by, you know, very dorky white dude as like, oh, you think you can cancel this shit? Look how awesome it is, but it's obviously and clearly ridiculous and meant to be so. And they're juxtaposing that with... Eminem's actual shit because it does kind of sound like his ridiculous shit. Yeah. I think that's the thrust of the humor there. Like, I guess what I don't get is this guy trying to say, like, Eminem is, is dumb and has been canceled long ago. Like, yes. talking about him is stupid. Absolutely, yes. Is yes. that what he's saying? I See, think I can't. so. The problem with tweets a lot of times is I can't, <laughs> in isolation, it's really hard to figure out. Because I could also see this being like, saying at first i was like are they saying like oh you're trying to cancel eminem well look at nathan fielder <laughs> rapping like like if the reason they're trying to cancel eminem is for like appropriation of like black culture rapping or something it's like well look at this super white guy doing it he's worse i, I don't think like are we no, gonna cancel no, everybody no, but he's no. ultimately making fun of trying to cancel eminem i don't know if this guy is pro cancel or I don't think he's making a statement about about canceling necessarily. He's just making a joke. Like, 
why even bother with this? Eminem is the equivalent of this guy. Okay. And I think it's fucking hilarious. I totally get like, that as a reading. I just can't, in my own mind, <laughs> looking at it, say, is that what it means? It's more like I can come up with maybe three different things, maybe even five that this might mean, and I don't know which one it is. <laughs> so I don't have the context. Like, Well, if, because you never listened to Eminem? Or... No, I just don't. I guess I don't know if this guy is trying to attack Nathan Fielder. He's trying to attack Eminem. He's trying to defend Eminem. I can't really tell. I don't think there's any attacking or defending going on. It's like when you had your non-stance stance, you will neither confirm nor disconfirm. You're not supporting or attacking. You're neutral. But here's a little joke. I feel like his use of the phrase, oh, honey, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Because uh, he's belittled. No th- I can't possibly get into this. Because it's it's the parlance of our times, <laughs> you know, to yeah. shit all over Gen Z. Right. And Gen X, for that matter. But Well, is that the thing? Is Nathan Fielder Gen Z and there, or he represents Gen Z? No. He I just represents so. Eminem in, in this. According in, to in this context, he represents Eminem. You're trying to cancel this amazing genius, you know? Right. Because <laughs> that's because all Eminem songs are the same shit. Right. Start out going "Abatoo, vomit on my sweater," blah, blah, and it turns into like violence against women or homophobia. Right. But in this case, it's just Nathan Fielder going "Bibbidi bop, bip boop, bidibidop," which is. Just as good as Eminem's shit. That's that's how I interpret it, and I think it's hilarious. So I'm just gonna. I mean, it's a hilarious clip. (laughs) I was also thrown off by the fact that it seemed like the audio maybe wasn't the audio that originally went with this clip. Also, man, it matches his lips so good, though, in some spots. Especially like during the second part where he changes it up, you know, it's like where he's almost like, you know, doing the DJ thing. What do they call that? It's just so good. But maybe that's what happens when you just go. It just looks like. Right. Like once you have more than three, you try to record footsteps for some Foley work for a film. You have more than three people walking. Could be three, could be ten, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just yeah. get three. That's and then it's all fine. One person walking, gotta be one person. You can't have two people walking and pass it off as one person walking, or right. vice versa. Can't have two people walking and record three people walking. It just won't work. But if you have eight people walking, but you just record three people walking, fine. Just works. Because you can't you can't distinguish at that point between individual footsteps. It just becomes a cacophony of clickety clackety bibbity bobbity. Yes, correct. Yeah, I get it. I think there may be more to this clip that explains the audio issue. Well, that's possible. But but anyway, this seeing this clip of Nathan Fielder though. It and makes it, me realize. Even if there is more, checking my technology. Even if there is more to the 
like if they like overdubbed new audio to his clip, that just makes it even better somehow. Right. Not well, more understandable, but better. Right. Well, it's a funnier joke. <laughs> well, it's a joke in and of itself. Like, look, I've won this clip. Just forget the caption. It's just a great clip. It's funny. It is. It is. Oh, God. So, what was so, okay, well, you were so gonna transition Nathan off. Fielder here. Nope, nope, we're sticking with it. Okay. Well, no, I'm going to use it as a gentle segue. Okay. Before it's harsh, but actually I have two television announcements to make. Television-centric. Brad's world of television. All right. I hope they involve Sammy Davis Jr. because that's all I really care about right now. Well, they don't, but we can also get into Fuck. that. All right. The first is Nathan Fielder. Last night I watched... <laughs> The last episode of Nathan for you. I have now watched every episode of that I show. I am not caught up on that. And um, it's pretty much fantastic. Even though yeah. I think he goes into... He he skirts the area of being, I think, too mean sometimes. He goes too far. Mainly when he involves kids. Like when he built the contraption that was going to expose himself to an audience full of kids... I mean, but that, to- I think, was that was kind of okay, only because I don't think the kids were ever in any danger of being exposed, and they didn't know why they were there. I'm thinking more like when he does his weird pranks. Like, he did one where he had some weird Santa Claus, some guy dressed as Santa Claus in a store. Oh, fuck. Like, and he was fucking with the kids. Um, And I was like, this is no good. And then there was an, another one. Where, yet there you are watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of like, I wish he wasn't doing this. I love this show. It's funny. But this, this, I don't do that to the kids. There was another thing he did with kids, too. Now I can't remember what it was. And yet you don't have the problem where he's going to get exposed. He's going to expose his penis to a bunch of kids. That one's okay. Only because I felt the kids were never actually in any danger. I feel, oh, I remember the other one. So he does one. And it's funny, but it's a funny thing. Like if it was, but the fact that it's like quote unquote real, and who knows how real the stuff is. Like it's real, like American movie is real. Let's put it that way. Yes. He 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 did a thing where, um, he was like he made like a video. So when a your uh, family pet has to be put to sleep, um he makes like this video like using like you know after effects or something similar to like animate the dog talking and saying goodbye to the kid and he was like showing it to like the kid like here's your dog and the dog was like hey one the dog spoke in like this like Asian accent oh boy and was just like hey Sorry, we can't play anymore, but I went to heaven now. I'm really happy here. I forget exactly what he said. He's is showing this a it to vid- the kid. A video? It's like a vi- it's like a like an animated video. Okay. It's like he it's takes a like... photo of the pet and animates its mouth. Sure. Okay. And puts it's, like a little it's... like halo above its head or something. It's not a taxidermied No, no, no. It's like um, a video. You know, desiccated corpse of their yes. actual pet yeah. that he's he doesn't like, make, like, like put animatronics into a taxidermy. Yeah. Or version. just using his hands and opening and closing its mouth and like my like saying the words like a ventriloquist right. 
dummy. Right. Okay. Well, that's good at least. Anyway, I was just like, you don't do that to the kid, even if he's like splicing it. But the thing is, at first I'm he, like, well, maybe he's just splicing two things together. He didn't really show this to the kid or the kid didn't. But like, I don't know. The kid has a reaction. It's just like, yeah, that was maybe the kid much. liked it. No, the kid would did not like it. Okay. <laughs> he was like, whatever the dog's name was, we'll say Rover. He's like, Rover doesn't talk like that. It's not Rover. Oh, He's God. like, yeah. God damn it. Ooh, boy. But, that's. Whew. But so anyway, I just would announce, but I still watched every episode in the, of Nathan right. for you. Yeah, because it's hilarious. His feature length final episode is definitely one for the. The canon of the history of television? Yeah. Okay. He definitely outdid himself. Feature length? Well, that's how it was described. It was 90 minutes long, so... Jesus. And that doesn't include commercials or anything, so yeah. Fuck. And it's just one story for those 90 minutes. It's not like, oh, wow. here's a bunch of... Like, a, just string a bunch of episodes together. Because wow. even his normal, like, 20-some minute long, they air in a half-hour block with commercials. There's usually two things, right? There's usually two segments and then, like, a smaller little segment even. This was 90-minute one segment. I mean, I was like, when we were doing Numby, it's like, okay, like, if we actually started Numby on time, like, we were supposed to start at 8 p.m., so Numby would be over by sometimes 9.30, and it's like, we're all looking around, it's like, we're not going to bed (laughs) at 9.30, Mm -hmm. so we'd have to find some other shit to watch. Um, Once you go through Eric Andre's entire catalog twice... Um, and you've you watched m- more hot ones than you can, you know, stomach. <laughs> no pun intended. It's like we you had to find something else. So started watching Nathan for you after yep. Numbies. But, I followed almost the same trajectory. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know if everybody else enjoyed it as much <laughs> as I did. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the same thing. Well, you're talking about Nathan for you, right? Nathan for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, but, the, I'm like, this is comedy gold. Yes, it's genius. This is some of the most genius comedy television I've ever seen. Even yes. though he did fly too close for the sun, like once, like two, at least well, two, maybe a little more with these kids. Every, everybody fucks up, and I don't want to go yeah. go back in the past, but it's like, ha- have you learned? Do you show some like emotional growth? Mm-hmm. If so, all right, maybe we'll go a little easier on you. So anyway, yeah. you, you can fuck up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't so morally reprehensible right, right. that I stopped right. watching the show. Right. I felt a little bad about it. Every time starting episode, I'm like, I hope he doesn't do something <laughs> too bad. For Even Eric Andre oh stopped. Oh, God. Did you see, remember that where he's doing the thing with the kids? Like he and Hannibal are having a contest to see who can pick up more like kids. Wait, no. That was in one of the episodes of Eric Andre. They're like at a park. And again, Eric Andre has like 800 segments in a 15 minute show. It's it's a brutalizing schedule. It's hard to like even remember. I feel like I could just watch Eric Andre all again and like I wouldn't even remember half the stuff I saw. True. I would have no idea what's going to happen next at any point. Legalized ranch, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the celebrity interviews, quote unquote interviews, yeah, maybe, but yeah. 
But they did a thing where they were doing a thing with kids in a park. He and Hannibal. Oh I think the premise was like, who could like touch more kids? Who could hold, <laughs> pick up more kids? Something like God, that. Oh and like after they did a couple, like Eric Andre picked up a kid, and the kid was like crying, and he like he's just like, I'm out. N- enough with this bit. Like I'm not doing this bit anymore. <laughs> just it's done. Right. Like yeah. Boy, when you've. Uh... When you've gone too far for Eric Andre, <laughs> right? It's like you probably have to spend the rest of the day doing some reflection. Yeah, yes, for sure. <sighs> but oh, I followed a similar trajectory, which is now I'm going to be embarrassed to maybe say some of this stuff. Why? Maybe not. I don't know. I gotta look. So with the pandemic, I I, I followed a similar trajectory. So I started with, um. Impractical jokers. I always need some level of like fluff comedy, preferably involving like real people style comedy. You know, like people on the street, fuck with people, prank kind of thing. Right, right. And so somehow I got into impractical jokers. I assume you're familiar with that show. Um, I don't think so. I don't think that I it's am. It's on. If you have like cable television and watch that, which I realize most people don't these days. I have it, but I only Not have most it people, for but yeah. sports. Like it's one of these things. It's on true TV. That. It's like their one popular show. They play like marathons of it. Like every day, as far as I can tell. Is this what you were going to be embarrassed about? What's embarrassing about watching a show like that? I don't know. I guess it's it's considered too unsophisticated. Oh, it's too and maybe base. a little too broy for gotcha. Gotcha. for for me. I don't know, but I still it can be funny. They had some fucking great stuff in that show, though. It wasn't like, all his... like they had some really great fucking. I'll send you send me a some. clip. You will like. You will I'm love. Like, sometimes um, you need some mindless fluff. Yes. So I would watch, and there was eight seasons of it with like 30 some episodes a season or something. It's like Timmy on the street or whatever. Well, not, not exactly like that. He's not doing practical jokes, but even that is like, what, what is this? Okay. He's got uh, Paul Rudd there. It's like, do you know who this is? Yes. I've seen that one. Yeah. Would would you like to fuck him? Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. I don't care. It's fucking funny. Yeah. This is more or less, it's 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 under the guise of like a challenge. So they're like, okay, in this game, we're going to see who can take more things out of someone's shopping cart without getting caught, for example. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Right. Yeah. They do. They all, and they have elaborate things like that. Sometimes in the supermarket, they'll have like tape on the ground showing like boundaries. Like you can't go beyond here and there to do like, yeah. And lots of weird thing. You know, can you convince someone to you know um reply to a text for you or something like that like they'll be like okay we're gonna send you a text in spanish but you don't speak spanish so you're gonna have to ask someone that speaks spanish to like translate it for you and then we're gonna tell you they always have a hidden earpiece and we're gonna tell you what you want them to write back to the person right (laughs) Right, so they fuck with both the pranker and the person being pranked so to speak you know what i mean like yeah next level it's a great premise sure it's an endless premise because they've done it for eight seasons. No sign of slowing down. Anyway, so it took a long time to get through all of that. <laughs> and once it was done, I was like empty. It was like, what am I yeah. going to do? Like what for do months and months, I've been yeah. watching this laughing every night. 
Yeah. It was the perfect comfort. And then I moved into Eric Andre. Oh, boy. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch every episode of the Eric Andre show. I've seen lots of it, but there's lots I haven't. I've never, yeah. like, I've just watched randomly pieces of it. So I yeah. went and watched every episode of Eric Andre. I feel like I'm forgetting another show. But after Eric Andre, I went to Nathan For You. Yep. And here I am. I just um, finished Nathan for you last night. But that also leads me to my second television announcement, but maybe I'll hold off on that. No, come on. What are you because doing? Because in addition to these comedy shows I'm watching, I mentioned in the last step, I've also been watching Star Trek Voyager as kind of this like, it's I put it in that same category. It's like this later in the evening kind of just comfort watch thing. You know, it's not a comedy, so it's different, mm. but it's, you know, okay. it's, it's a similar mindset. Like, I don't want to watch anything quote unquote real or serious just something kind of fluffy to have fun with this is not a 2001 a space odyssey night <laughs> right exactly um but and again talk about being embarrassed so last time i talked about how i don't you know i didn't used to like voyager but now i kind of like it more but mm -hmm. it's still not good after that conversation though although gomeo thought we were shitting all over it well, I was, well, he didn't hear that episode yet, but when I originally mentioned Voyager several episodes before, I was, we were disparaging it. You were talking about how I, yeah, I really trashed this show and I was like, yeah, I didn't like it, but I, I'm I've never seen it. it. Yeah. But you're talking about me. Fine. Maybe yeah, we isn't the right word. Right. I was, I was talking about how you used to shit. And all you over were it. talking about how I shit it over yeah. it. So I see why Constant. Romeo, you were, you brutalized that show. I did. However, I'm going to, this is, so I'm building up here to tell you how, how much <laughs> things have changed. You're killing me, Smalls. Because the, I had my first instance of, I, I, it was yesterday. It's funny to call you Smalls, by the way. I was, yeah, I am, I am very large in <laughs> actuality. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching, I wasn't watching anything, but I was, I, I, I spontaneously, teared up oh thinking about voyager was it a oh i thought you were gonna say you were watching like a kleenex commercial or something no now i have been known to spontaneously tear up in weird ways over strange things <sighs> yeah. i've done it over the simpsons i've done it at various commercials you know so like a kleenex commercial you know it just like it hits you when your guard is down somehow. It's terrible. I didn't tear up for like 20 years. And yeah. now it's like, I don't know. Is it being a parent and your kids are getting older and like, or just like, you know, death creep coming on you. So like you're aware of your own mortality more, but yeah, I tear up at the weird shit too. Yeah. So what was this? All right. Well, what it was. <laughs> this is going to be even worse, maybe. No, fine. Okay, so what do I, I was watching on YouTube. This you little go all this way and then yeah. not step over. Well, the I mean, it was line. just spontaneous, kind of. You know, I was going to pass it off as just a spontaneous thing, but it did have a trigger, which was I was watching this short video that was recently released about Star Trek, and it was like, oh. <laughs> You know, Paramount Plus, we have all your Star Trek and we're doing new Star Trek stuff. It's not a video. It's not the type of video designed or that would make someone tear up. But 
you know the backing tracks in the in during this they're playing different kind of like star trek music like the classic star trek down through the ages yeah you know in one point while they're talking about discover then at one point they're talking about they're not and they're actually talking about i think um at this point um, they're talking about some other things. They're not talking about Voyager. Voyager never even gets mentioned in this clip. But at one point in the background, they're playing this non-standard arrangement of the Voyager theme song. <laughs> and it's the very swelling, bombastic part, but it's made much more... I don't know. I don't know the right music theory words for it, how they changed it. But it was just very sweeping sounding, and it was more... It was definitely a more emotionally charged version of it. Maybe there were some minor chords in there. I don't think it was. They didn't do it by making it minor. It was more about the like arrangement and like the the rhythm of it that changed. Hmm. Interesting. But it, it it just hit me. I was like, oh, that's the Voyager theme song. Shit. And like something about hearing that song in that arrangement and then thinking about that little ship stranded so far from home but carrying out its mission of exploring space hoping one day to get all this amazing data back like i don't know something about it i just was overcome with emotion Um, forget forget everything i said that is super embarrassing yes exactly (laughs) so what happened was um, I was all ready to be emotionally supportive and everything, yeah. but it's like, no, nah, that's no, really embarrassing. It is. So what? <laughs> but I will say I've crossed the Damn, threshold man. now. I would say that is the moment where I have accept Voyager into my heart as an actual part of Star Trek to me. It has happened. It's like Even that though, moment, you know, when you open your heart. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's been cold and dead and locked away for a long time. And now it's. You're ready to turn the little key and open the tiny, just the tiniest little doorway to let yeah. some light in there. Yeah. I get it. Even but, though Kevin Sorbo's a total asshole. Well, he's not in Voyager, so it makes it easy. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> wow. So there. This may be, hopefully, the last time we need to bring up Voyager on this show. I, but I, mean, I just I hope thought, so. since we just talked about it. And then it was like right after that, I had this moment, spontaneity, where I like opened up my. I realized, okay, I have accepted Voyager into my heart. I can no longer deny it. (laughs) You opened up your tiny little heart door to Voyager. Yes. (sighs) You have a big heart, but I guess a tiny little door into it. So. Right. Um, and here all this time, I thought this episode was going to be about Jim Beveridge. No, man. Jim Beveridge is too big for this episode. Too yeah. big for this ep. That's for sure. He's got liquor to distill. If you smoke like I smoke, then you high like every day. And if your ass is a buster, 213 will wake you late. 